This is your daily real estate syndication show. And we're introducing some new segments called the Real Estate Syndication Show Highlights, where we are bringing you a look back at episodes focused on a specific topic that we believe added a lot of value to you in your syndication journey. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also hit the notification bell so you can continue to know when new shows come out. Have a blessed day. Our guest is Jack Gibson. Thanks for being on the show, Jack. Thank you, Whitney. Excited to be here. Tell me about your team. Okay, so there's two partner companies. So there's High Return Real Estate. We're the sales and marketing, and we provide all the financial capital to be able to acquire all the properties. And our job is really to market and sell the properties. And then Urban House is our sister company. So Shecky, Jeff Schechter, a.k.a. Shecky, I think he was on your show. He and I are the partners in High Return Real Estate. And then, and we definitely have very distinct personalities, which is awesome. Like we complement each other very well. And then Urban House Property Management Group, they do all the acquisitions, the rehabs, and the property management. And so the two of us, you know, we're totally intertwined. I mean, it might as well just be one company because we're producing and selling the product all together as one team. And then we have two office girls, and then we have eight construction teams that we deploy out to rehab properties and do maintenance. So it's a pretty nice operation. I mean, not a gigantic company, but definitely we're producing anywhere from right now, 10 approximately new properties per month. Wow. That's a good system if you're doing that many. Yeah. So did you all know that you had these complementary skills before you partnered? Well, Shecky was my digital marketing coach for my nutrition company. That's how we first met. He was in Austin and I live here in Michigan and we met through some Facebook advertising where they were marketing their companies, consulting and digital products. So I got to see like the way his brain thinks and I knew it definitely was more systematized, more procedural, more organized. And he's very in tune to details. My personality is more like, what do they say? Ready, fire, aim. I think I fire... And then I get ready and then I aim, right? So yeah. like, I'm just like, let's go, let's get this done. And it's not, I think much more like he thinks big picture, but I can see maybe how the, all the component parts of the whole picture kind of come together and the personnel, I put together almost all the team together that we have currently. So yeah, it's pretty phenomenal partnership when you can complement each other like that. Yeah. I agree. Very important. Very important that you don't have the same skill sets. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, what about, you know, as far as being able to grow, are you all happy with your growth where you're at now? Are you planning to do larger deals? Are you planning to increase your team? What does it look like years down the road? Well, how much money is enough? Just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> how much growth is enough? Just a little bit more, right? So, yeah, we're definitely not satisfied by any stretch with where we're at. We understand in this game, like systems are in order for us to scale, like systems are, it's everything. So that's what we're really trying to dial in even more is, you know, when you have two different companies still that are working together, we're not always dialed in together. So we're just really trying to work at how do we dial in so that it's a smooth, seamless transition you know, with from each of the stages of the property, post-sale issues that are come up inevitably on properties to take care of our investors. How is that 
kind of continually trying to strive to provide a more seamless experience for our investors. And we keep getting better. Just last week, we hired a VA, Jade. She's incredible. She calls all the tenants in C-Class, which you need to stay on top of C-Class tenants. Definitely, they need a little bit more hand-holding than, than some of the other tenant classes. You know, and, and then there's incredible yields in this particular class, but you, you really got to be on top of collections. Well, she calls and texts the tenants every single day if they're late until they pay. And that's our collections best they've ever been since she started. So we're looking at things, you know, just like that, that we can do that we can add in pieces to keep getting it better. But overall, I mean, our goal, ultimately, we want to be at 20 deals every month that are completed, gone through all the processes, leased up performing assets and closed transactions. And we got a long way to go to be able to hit that. Wow. Well, you know, I was going to ask you, what's a way that you've recently improved your business that we could apply to ours, but maybe you would say hiring that VA. Yeah. But, you know, is there any other way that you've improved your business or anything that's been a big help or game changer recently? Okay. So we instituted a 32-point checklist with our rehab teams. But better than that is that they all have an iPad. So when they're out in the field, you know, they just check the iPad off of what the scope of work that they did on the property. And then once they hit complete, automatically uploads that into our investor folder. So now (laughs) getting sometimes pieces of information out from the field, especially contractors, that is can be like pulling teeth. I mean, it doesn't sound like it should be difficult, but it really is. Because I mean, they're out solving problems and they're grinding and they're the myriad of things that are thrown at them throughout the day. I get it. But at the same time, in order to keep the funding going and to sell properties, like we need this piece of data, right? So we were just trying to figure out how to get this flowing more seamlessly from them in the field to us in our investor folder. So that boom, like we can submit that and be transparent to our investors because they all want to see the scope of work, what was done to the property. What am I looking at CapEx wise, right? So that was another, I think, pretty small, but you know, significant type of change that's really helped. Our guest is Buck Joffrey. Thanks for being on the show, Buck. Thanks for having me, Whitney. So why multifamily, why syndication? So listen, I think the answer to that is multifocal. But in terms of why syndication, I think for me, the interest initially started with real estate and real estate acquisitions in general, which I had started doing on my own initially. I had a, a lot of luck early on, which also contributed to my ability to leave medicine early. So I had a lot of people who were interested in potentially investing with me. And that was something that was new to me. But I realized pretty quickly is there was no reason why I couldn't do something at the same type of thing at a much higher level. So rather than taking down two or $3 million buildings, you're talking about taking down 25 or $30 million buildings. You know, So that's why I went in to the syndication route, ultimately. Nice. So, you know, would you share with the listeners a little bit about what you and I were talking about before we started recording, and even up to your ability to raise capital now and how you've grown so quickly? I'd love for us to dive into that. I know that they would love to hear that. First of all, what is syndication? I think that's one of the questions I think is really important for people to understand. When I first started thinking about the business of syndication, and how that looked, it was very different from what it ended up being in reality. So I don't know about you. So you know who Ken McElroy is? I do. So Ken McElroy, real estate advisor to Robert Kiyosaki. So I'm an investor with Ken, limited partner, but I've also gotten to kind of be friends with Ken the last few years. 
And he comes to my events. And what I realized about Ken was, you know, when I used to look at him, I used to think he was a one-man show. It was just the Ken McElroy show, right? But in fact, it's not quite like that. There's an entire business behind Ken and MC companies. It's not a one-man show. So what is syndication? Ken McElroy is not syndication. MC Companies is a company that acquires and operates real estate on behalf of its limited partners. Syndication specifically is just the act of raising capital, right? Mm -hmm. And so I bring that up because pulling these things apart is really important to succeeding in this area. If you are in this space, you are going to have a hard time if you're a one-man show, right? If you invest with Ken, for example, you know, and you go to mccompanies.com and you sign up as an investor, you're not going to talk to Ken right there. You have like an acquisitions team. You have people who are onboarding investors. You have Ross, who's Ken's partner, doing all of the financial side of stuff. So my point is that understand that syndication is only one part of a business of acquisitions and management of whether that's multifamily real estate, whether that's self-storage whatever the case may be. Now, in my case, understanding that syndication is about raising money and not about a specific asset gave me a lot of freedom because I said, well, listen, I am interested in acquiring assets. I'm good at due diligence, but I don't really want to do due diligence. What I want to be is I want to be a guy who looks at deals. I'm a deal guy. But I like to look at them, et cetera, find them. And if I'm interested in them for whatever reason, I can raise capital amongst my investors because my investors have a level of trust in me. So what that's given me the opportunity is to be sort of on the front lines, curating opportunities and partnering with good operators and raising capital. But that's, so I've carved out a niche for myself in that whole dynamic, that whole business. And that's what's been able to make me successful. The people who I think have a lot of trouble in this area are the people who can't wrap their heads around it. Syndication is not about both being the guy who walks uh, 500 units to do due diligence, who's flying around the country doing acquisitions, who's doing the spreadsheet and is also raising capital. You're never going to get anywhere doing that. Just not going to get anywhere. So I think that's what my takeaway on that is. Are you about to start a podcast or producing a podcast and tired of doing the editing yourself? We have produced over 1,000 daily shows and the production team that I've created, they're now available to produce shows for you as well. We can do as little or as much as you need from finding and communicating with guests, preparing introductions, to editing the audio and video. You will sound better, have a more professional presence, and be able to spend your time doing other valuable tasks on your business. Let me know you're interested by emailing me directly at Whitney at LifeBridgeCapital.com. I love that. I love that answer, too, because it is a team sport. No doubt about it. We even talk a lot to people. A lot of people ask about hiring VAs and how we've been successful, even using VAs as part of our team. And, you know, and I'm just like, as soon as you can hire one, you know, let's hire one because it is a team sport. And I love being able to be focused on certain things. And even, you know, my partner, just like you're talking about, you know, having a partner that's focused on other things. And so we can do those roles much more efficiently and get a lot better at them and, and provide a lot better service as well right. to our investors. But how did you find your niche? How did you do that? I think it's important to be able to do that and think about that early on. Yeah. So for me, it was somewhat easy in the sense that, listen, I'm a physician, I'm a surgeon, 
And I was successful in alternative assets and real estate and some of these other things. So there's not that many people like me. And then on top of that, it actually started not with the intention of raising capital, but in, with the intention of my podcast, Well Formula Podcast. It's an education-based podcast. So it's not just about real estate. It's about the economy. It's about fine art. It's about collector cars. You know, It's about all sorts of stuff. But it's really focusing on a group of people that I guess I used to be one of those people, right? And so it's easy for me to talk to that person because I know what they're interested in and I know what they're not. And it's really fun for me. And so I actually started that podcast with zero idea that it would end up being a source of investors. But the request started rolling into me. And then now it's become much more systematic on how that works. But I think finding the avatar and who you're speaking to first. And you know, I think at the end of the day, everybody invests ideally with people who they know, like, and trust. This is giving an opportunity for people to know, like, and trust me and understand how I think, which is really important. I like that. And you know, I'll let you share it if you're willing. Just like before we started recording, you briefly mentioned like the number of accredited investors and how much you've raised in the last 12 months. I think it's incredible. I don't know very many people that have done that, and especially in a very short window since you started doing this. Yeah. And so, you know, congratulations to you as well. But I'd love for us to kind of hash that out a little bit and how you, how you got to that level, how you started doing that, you know, within this last 12 months and what you've accomplished. So I've been doing the podcast for three years, been trying to just get the idea of raising capital. Maybe at about two and a half years ago, I started something on wellformula.com. I just put a little icon there that said accredited investor club. So if you're interested in you know, looking at stuff and private placements, then click here. And if you meet these criteria, then hey, you're part of a club. Who doesn't want to be part of a club, right? So that's the way it started. And then the first year was really slow. And it wasn't because I didn't have capital raised. I probably could have raised a lot of capital. I just didn't have anything I would ever invest in myself, right? So if I wouldn't invest in something, I'm not going to pick anybody else's money and have them invest in it, you know, without me. So I couldn't find any deals, but really I have a couple, you know, one main partner, a couple other sort of minor partners that I really, really liked and who I felt like very comfortable to put my own money in with and have a lot of my own capital into those operators. And so having that ability to have deal flow right now is really what's key. And so it really just helps me at that point, you know, raise whatever capital is needed. So, you know, in terms of how much, it's a tricky thing because I don't think that how much money you raise is necessarily a badge of honor because you have to make sure that you're also putting your investor's money into things that you want to put it in. But placed about probably about $70 million in the last 12 months. You know, that's coming from a group of about a thousand accredited investors. And yeah, I mean, and probably active, I would say probably maybe 400 of them are really active. So only 400 of them came up with about 70 million bucks in the last 12 months. So, you know, I think having that club is a great idea. You know, I can see how people want to be in the club, right? You mm -hmm. know, it's a special thing. And so you said the first year was slow. And then what really made that start to take off for you? Just finding the partners. I think I probably could have raised, even at that first year, I probably could have easily raised $20, 30000000 million if I actually found opportunities that I thought were right. worth people's money. But yeah, I just didn't find them. So tell me now how you continue to market that, how you continue to grow that database, that club. Yeah. So it's funny because I, I don't really market it. The one thing with syndication that I knew it was going to be very difficult for me when I thought about doing it as a business was 
I never want to ask anybody for money. Just not the type, right? I'm just not the guy who says, hey, why don't you join me in this? It's just not my thing. It just kind of feels weird to me. It's awkward, right? But I think for me, it's really quite simple. I talk what I talk about. People learn how I think. More and more people listen to my podcast. And if they like the way I think, they begin to trust me and they join the investor group. You know, I never go out there and say, hey, invest in my deal. I just don't do that. So I get people who come to me and they say, want to invest in stuff. And then we have webinars and there's opportunities. And if they want to participate, they participate. And so the beauty of it for me is that I'm putting things out there that I can stand behind, that I'm putting my own money into. And I only offer opportunities, which I think are compelling for some reason. And it's very easy for me to talk to people about something when I truly believe in it, like anybody else, right? But to your point, at the end of the day, it's all about something completely different. You know, people who are syndicating and doing multifamily, you know, you see ads for opportunities and their Reg D506C and having pro formas and stuff. And I don't do that. Everything we do is a Reg D506B. They have to be in my group before you ever see a deal. We hope that you have enjoyed the highlight show today. You can always listen to the full episodes that were featured today by clicking the links in the show notes page in the the description box. Let us know in the comments what you thought of this episode, or you can go to lifebridgecapital.com forward slash podcast and click the feedback button. Let us know how we can add more value to you. Thank you and talk to you tomorrow. 